Hello and welcome to Back of the Card Sports Trivia Pod, a podcast where you can test your sports trivia knowledge over a variety of sports and topics. My name's Court and I will be your host. Our game will consist of five rounds of six questions covering everything from your basic sports to some unknown sports. Each question is worth one point unless otherwise noted. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok and let us know what your score is. So, it's been a few weeks and as you can hear, my voice is still not back. Uh, it's bronchitis, it's laryngitis, it's all the itises right now. So I'm still fighting it. I'm still going through it a little bit. And I returned just in time for kind of March to begin, if you will. But the episode that we're going to do today is one that I wrote a couple of weeks ago. I think you'll be able to figure out when about I wrote that episode. But we're going to go through these questions. We're going to have some fun. We're going to get amped up. I'm sorry for the absence, but like I said, I haven't had a voice. This is the best I've sounded in about six weeks. So we're going to have some fun today, and we're going to start round one talking about the Australian Open. So just wrapped up a few weeks ago, the Australian Open, one of the best tennis tournaments that are out there. Some people say it's the first Grand Slam Some people say it's the last Grand Slam of the season. So let's just have some fun and talk about the Australian Open. So question number one. What city is the host of the Australian Open? Question number two. What surface is used for the Australian Open and is the only multiple use surface of the four Grand Slams? Question number three. Who owns the most singles championships for the men? Question number four. Within two, what year was the first year of the Australian Open? Question number five. What surface was used before changing to the current surface in 1989? And question number six. What Australian-born tennis player and three-time Australian Open champion is the main court at the Australian Open named after? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's give you some answers here on the Australian Open. So question number one, what city is the host of the Australian Open? Well, that would be Melbourne. Now, obviously, you kind of have a 50-50 shot there. You probably either said that or Sydney, but the correct answer to that there is Melbourne. Question number two, what surface is used for the Australian Open and is the only multiple-use surface of the four Grand Slams? Well, that would be hard surfaces. That'd be the hard surface. Now, the U.S. Open does have a hard surface, but that is all that it's used for. The Australian Open uses theirs for a couple of other different sporting events as well. So that's why we get the whole multiple use surfaces as well. Question number three, 
Who owns the most singles championships for men? Well, that'd be Novak Djokovic. Obviously, a lot of records have been broken over the last about 20 years or so between him, Rafa, and Roger Federer. So, as of right now, that is Novak Djokovic. Obviously, he had an early departure from this Grand Slam this year, but still, Wimbledon is kind of the crescent jewel of the crown of the Grand Slams. Question number four within two, what year was the first year of the Australian Open? Well, that would be 1905. So in order to get the point there, what it had to say between 1903 and 1907. Now, similar to how the U.S. Open kind of started as only Americans in it and has since obviously become very global, same thing with Wimbledon, Australian Open was pretty much the Australia and Asia, a, a lot of the players from that part of the world would come to this event. And obviously it has grown, it has expanded, and now it is part of one of the Grand Slams. Question number five. What surface was used before changing to the current surface in 1989? Well, they used grass. It used to be a grass court, similar to what you see in Wimbledon, but obviously now they switched to a hard court. Far less maintenance, so I understand that. Um, plus, you get a more consistent play, so that makes sense to me as well. Last but not least, question number six. What Australian-born tennis player and three-time Australian Open champion is the main court at the Australian Open named after? Well, that would be Rod Laver. They play in Rod Laver Arena, and it's a really cool venue, really cool setup, and Australian Open, traditionally a very fun event, and you get to see some really good action going on there. Continuing on now into round number two. Round number two is our quick hitters round. This round is filled with simple questions that are quick hitters and have simple answers. Today's category is NFL mascots. For this round, I'm going to give you the name of one of the NFL mascots. You simply have to say, who does that mascot belong to? What team does that mascot belong to? So for example, if I were to say Rory the Lion, you would say, the Detroit Lions. So let's get started with question number one. Edgar Allen and Poe. Question number two. Blue. Question number three. Jackson DeVille. Question number four. Sir Purr. Question number five. Swoop. And question number six. Sourdough Sam. Now, some of these make perfect sense. They are just hand in hand with the team. Some of these may be a little bit confusing. So let's get started with question number one. Edgar Allen and Poe. Well, that is obviously the Baltimore Ravens. Now, kind of, they've taken some of them out brought them back, kind of gone back and forth, but pretty consistently since the Ravens became an organization and moved to Baltimore, they have had Edgar Allen and Poe, which are literally three Ravens. Question number two, Blue, that'd be the Indianapolis Colts. Now, he gained a lot of traction on social media about three years ago. He's kind of tapered off since then, but still a very popular mascot. Question number three, Jackson DeVille. Well, that would obviously be Jacksonville Jaguars. He is a really interesting character, to say the least. 
and does some interesting antics. I would say along the lines of gritty style, uh, if you know what I mean. Question number four, Sir Purr. Well, that would be the Carolina Panthers. Now, there was a clip a couple years ago of, I don't remember the two players that were talking. They're like, what's that name? And the guy's like, oh, that's Sir Purr. And the teammate's like, what's his name? Sir Purr. That's the name of the mascot is Sir Purr. Unique name. Very cool, though. Question number five, Swoop. Well, that would be the Philadelphia Eagles. That one, again, goes hand-in-hand. Eagles do a lot of swooping. So that one, again, works perfectly. And then last but not least, question number six, Sourdough Sam. Well, that would be the San Francisco 49ers. Amongst a lot of the things that that San Francisco is known for, it is their sourdough. So that makes sense. I believe he had a different name before that. Seeing as the with the history of the 49ers, but Sourdough Sam is still a good fit, even though he is a cowboy. I do like that nickname. Continuing on now into round number three. Round number three is our connections that make contact. This round is filled with five questions that may or may not be sports related, but the answers do relate to each other in some way through sports. The sixth question will be, what is the connection between those five answers? All these questions do have to do with sports, and the connection is obviously with sports, so hopefully that makes it a little bit more of an easy round for you. So let's just get into it and have a little bit of fun. So question number one, who is the current quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys? Question number two, what NFL lineman won his only Super Bowl with the Rams and is currently working for Prime on Thursday Night Football. Question number three. Who is the husband to Sierra? Question number four. What defensive end drafted from Miami in 2008 by the Cardinals, and since has played for the Jaguars, the Ravens, and the Falcons. Question number five. Who is one of the hosts of the Greenlight Podcast? And question number six is what is the connection between those answers? I'm going to give you about 15 seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return. All right, let's see if we can make some contact. So question number one. Who is the current quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys? Well, that would be Dak Prescott. Love him or hate him, facts are facts. He is the quarterback of the Cowboys and might have helped your team win a fantasy football championship this year. I won two, but he was not on either one of them. But he could have been a big help this year, especially down the stretch there. Question number two. What NFL lineman won his only Super Bowl with the Rams and is currently working for Prime on Thursday Night Football? Well, that would be Andrew Whitworth. Now, he has done a great job. He had a very long career playing in the NFL as a left tackle, so it's cool to see him succeeding in his next step of life. Question number three, who is the husband to Sierra? Well, that would be Russell Wilson. I mean, I I can't think of anyone else who, after changing teams, has diminished his value so much. 
I would dare say when he left Seattle, he was a Hall of Fame level quarterback. And now, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see what his next step is and see what happens next for his career. Question number four. What defensive end was drafted from Miami 2008 by the Cardinals and since has played for the Jaguars, the Ravens, and the Falcons? Well, that would be Calais Campbell. Had a little bit of a journeyman career, but definitely has had an impact wherever he goes. And then question number five, a little bit more difficult when I initially wrote it, but thanks to another podcast, definitely might have made this one a little bit easier. Who is one of the hosts of the Greenlight podcast? And as long as you said Chris Long, you got the point there. He is one of the hosts of the Greenlight podcast and was obviously just on the New Heights podcast last week. So if you listen to that, could be fresh in your mind. So we had answers such as Dak Prescott, Andrew Whitworth, Russell Wilson, Calais Campbell, and Chris Long. The connection between those answers, well, those are each of the names of the last winners of the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Now, obviously, this year, Cameron Hayward won it, and very deservingly so, had a great year with his charitable foundation. So it was really cool to see him win it. But before him, Dak Prescott, Andrew Whitworth, Russell Wilson, Calais Campbell, and Chris Long were the previous winners. Now, as mentioned, obviously you can kind of hear it in my voice still. It's still kind of coming back, but I wrote this episode a few weeks ago to, in an attempt to try to record something, and it just, it trust me, it, it didn't go well. So these next two rounds are tied closer to the Super Bowl because this round is going to be all about the San Francisco 49ers, and the next round will be all about the Kansas City Chiefs. So this round, all these questions have to do with the San Francisco 49ers, the NFC champions, and... I just we're just gonna ignore the NFC Championship game. It still haunts me to this day as a Lions fan. So we're just gonna ask these questions about the San Francisco 49ers. So let's get started with question number one. Within two, what year did the 49ers play their first season? Question number two. What Hall of Fame quarterback led the 49ers to a lot of success throughout the 80s and early 90s? Question number three, what Hall of Fame wide receiver was part of those dominant teams of the 80s and 90s? Question number four, from 1971 to 2013, what legendary San Francisco stadium was the home of both the 49ers and the Giants? Question number five. How many total Super Bowls have the 49ers won? And question number six. The 49ers have two Hall of Fame coaches in their history. Bill Walsh and what other coach? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music. Try to come up with those answers and then I will return. All right, let's get you some answers here on the NFC champion in San Francisco 49ers. So question number one, within two, what year did the 49ers play their first season? Well, that would be 1946. So in order to get the point there, you would have to say between 1944 and 1948. Now, 
They were established on June 4th, 1944, but they took some time to build up the program to get everything in line. So that way in 1946, they could hit the ground running. And that's when they played their first season. Question number two, what Hall of Fame quarterback led the 49ers to a lot of success throughout the 1980s and early 90s? Well, that would be Joe Montana. He's the greatest tackler I've ever seen. But he is a fantastic quarterback, and definitely a lot of people had him at the pedestal and not Tom Brady. And for obvious reasons, the way that he dominated the game was awesome. Question number three, what Hall of Fame wide receiver was part of those dominant teams of the 80s and 90s? Well, that would be Jerry Rice. It's not just how good Jerry Rice was. It was how long he played as well. Just how long his career was. It was just fantastic. Question number four, from 1971 to 2013, what legendary San Francisco stadium was the home of both the 49ers and the Giants? Well, that would be Candlestick Park, a great stadium, a lot of history, a lot of Key moments have happened there, not just in the 49ers, but also for the Giants history. So it's really cool that it's part of both of their histories. Question number five, how many total Super Bowls have the 49ers won? Well, that would be five. That number has not changed. They are still at five, but last I checked, still five more than the Lions have. So, you know, there's that. And then question number six, the 49ers have had two Hall of Fame coaches in their history. Bill Walsh and what other coach? Well, that would be George Seifert. Now, I'm reading Michael Lombardi's book right now, and it's a very good one on how football was really built and the NFL and that sort of stuff. Not enough people give credit to George Seifert and what he contributed to the NFL. So it's, it's rightful that he's in the NFL Hall of Fame, though. He did ride a little bit of Bill Walsh's coattails, but he is still a legendary coach as well. Well, let's continue on now into round number five. And as mentioned, we're going to talk about the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this is obviously, I wrote these a few weeks ago, but all these answers are still relevant. And these ones, all the answers still hold true. So we're going to go with it and it's going to be a lot of fun here. So this round is all about the Kansas City Chiefs and your Super Bowl champions. So let's get started with question number one. What candy bar has reprised its commercial with the Chiefs having a groundskeeper painting the word chefs in the end zone instead of Chiefs? Question number two. Within two, what year were the Chiefs franchise established? Question number three. Where have the Chiefs played since 1972? Question number four. What family are the owners of the Chiefs and have owned them since their establishment? Question number five. What Super Bowl was the first win for the Chiefs? And question number six, where did the Chiefs start as a franchise? All right, I'm going to give you a few seconds worth of music, try to come up with those answers, and then I will return.
All right, let's get you some answers here on the Kansas City Chiefs. So question number one, what candy bar has reprised its commercial with the Chiefs having a groundskeeper paint the word chefs in the end zone and not Chiefs? Well, that would be Snickers, and that was a great commercial in the 90s. Great commercial with Andy Reid now. Him walking away going great googly moogly and the whole him eating a Snickers. It's just on brand for him. So I, I love the commercial. I thought it was hilarious the first time I saw it. And I, I love the homage that Snickers paid to that old commercial. Question number two. Within two, what year were the Chiefs franchise established? Well, that would be August 14, 1959. So in order to get the point there, what it had to say between 1957 and 1961. So not as old as the 49ers, but definitely a legendary franchise as well. Question number three, where have the Chiefs played since 1972? Well, that would be Arrowhead. Now, Arrowhead Stadium has had a few name changes recently, but at the end of the day, they are still playing at Arrowhead. It's like the Steelers. That's always going to be Heinz Field. Arrowhead, even whatever brand owns it, technically, everyone's just going to call it Arrowhead. Question number four. What family are the owners of the Chiefs and have owned them since their establishment? That would be the Hunt family. They've owned it since they established in 1959. It's been passed on to other members of the family. So they are the current owners and have been the only owners thus far. Question number five. What Super Bowl was the first win for the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, that would be Super Bowl number four. They won it 23-7. Over the Minnesota Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings defense at the time was known as the the Purple People Eaters. So the fact they were able to win 23-7 was an impressive feat at the time. And even historically, looking back at it, still is. Last but not least, question number six. Where did the Chiefs start as a franchise? Well, they originally started in Dallas. Matter of fact, they were the original Texans. And it was rumored that... After the Hunt family heard that Dallas was going to get another team in the form of the Cowboys, that's when they decided to look for elsewhere, and they moved to Kansas City and even tried to name themselves the Kansas City Texans. And for obvious reasons, that did not go well, hence the reason why they changed the name. They had to name the team contest. Chiefs was the overwhelming favorite, so... They named them the Chiefs, and that has been their name ever since. And a big congratulations to them. It's going to be another good year for them, I foresee, because it seems like everyone's coming back. So it should be another good year for them next year as well. And again, I, I know it's been a few weeks, but my thoughts and prayers are still with the victims of the shootings that went on after that parade and hoping for the best for all of them. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in this week and struggling with me as I try to do the best that I can with whatever voice that I have. I will try to return next Tuesday with more questions and more fun. Make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts. If Apple isn't your thing, make sure you subscribe everywhere else. Please leave a five-star review wherever you can and follow us on social media at Back of the Card Trivia on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Well, hey, my name's Court. The dog's name is Milo. Have a great rest of the day, and I will see you next time.